Back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, it's sponsored by Acres, the Midwest's premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Welcome back. It's our first Nebraska football radio show for the fall. I'm delighted to have the head football coach with us uh, for the next several segments of this thing. What's, uh, what's the last three weeks been like for you? What, have you been pleased with what you've seen? I have. Uh, I think the thing that's pleased me the most is the effort and lack of a letdown in our camp. I think it's a hungry team. Teams come together really well, even with the addition of new pieces. And uh, we haven't really had a practice where the guys were just tired and didn't give effort. It was practicing with a purpose the entire time. It was fun to watch. How about the blending of all the new parts that you have to what you brought back from last year? Has that gone well? It has gone well. Uh, I think it's actually been a little smoother with the maybe with the players and even with the coaches is uh, we all got to get on the same page with every little detail, every little thing. And there's no problem there. It's just a lot to go over. Um, the new guys have have come in and incorporated themselves really well. Uh, I think one of the keys when we get transfers like this is it, it makes guys like Garrett Nelson and Nick Henrich and Luke Reimer and uh, Travis Vokalek and, and those type of guys even more valuable. Even the Wyatt Levers and Brody Belts and and those type of guys, because those are the culture setters on our team. They've been here, they understand it, they care about Nebraska, and that culture needs to be strong enough that when new kids come in, they immediately uh, adopt that culture, and it makes those guys really valuable. You did something, you tweaked the camp a little bit this year where you went three days on, one day off. Talk about how that came about and how has that gone as now you look back for a couple weeks. I think my second year as a head coach, the rule was changed and you could start earlier and we took advantage of it by practicing and taking more days off in the middle of camp. Um, anybody that's been in a camp knows how tired you get, and it's really helped us get more out of practices, helped us stay healthier. Um, so we're, we're going to do that every chance we get. We, we're allotted a certain number of practices. We're actually going to be one short of that number in order to keep the guys a little more fresh. But um, guys are going to have a couple days off here now. Uh, before we start the week for, uh, of prep for the game. And uh, we, should be, we should be full speed, and our gas tank should be full uh, by the time we get to Ireland. Isn't it incredible how much science has kind of creeped into practice and getting guys ready for a season? And we have the big NAPL just above us here. It's changed a lot since you played. Yeah, it's changed. <laughs> the rules have changed. Um, us old guys have all been in camps where you had 14 straight days or two-a-days and sometimes three-a-days. And... You watch like the Junction Boys on TV and, and see what kind of hell that was. And uh, I, I think it's good. I think we're still getting what we need to get out of practice to get ready to play in the first game, uh, but caring a little more about the health and, and you know, mental, just, just lack of mental fatigue in, in doing it the way we're doing it. Okay, we've not heard from you since scrimmage number two. You're allowed two scrimmages before your first game. How did, how did the second scrimmage go? Scrimmage two was better than scrimmage one. And... Uh, we've seen a lot of guys really step up. There's been some surprises. Um, I think the execution's gotten better. The intensity was really good. And we actually had to kind of pull them back and not do as many full tackle reps as, as we had planned on uh, because of because it looked good. And I think our starting defense in particular, for the most part, has had a lot of football reps and is, is ready to go tackle. So we, we kept part of the scrimmage live for anybody that we needed to get some more live tackling and live ball carrying in and uh, kind of shut the rest of the guys down to make it a, a thud practice. Chin said on Tuesday that 
from the defensive standpoint, their communication was much better. Calling out packages, making sure guys were in and out when they needed to during a scrimmage. He thought that part looked pretty good for his side of the ball, at least. Yeah, he, they've got a lot of experience over there, and I think it's helping. You know, Q and Miles kind of handle the back end. Marquise Buford's been a really good leader back there, too, and Omar Brown and others. Um, Nick and Luke are clearly in charge of the whole thing at linebacker. Uh, but, man, you hear them yelling stuff out and echoing, and the, the detail over there is really impressive. So uh, I think those guys will be ready to play well. JoJo was such a jack-of-all-trades for you last year. He could do so many different things, kind of a Swiss Army knife kind of guy. And now you're trying to find maybe not the next JoJo, but somebody to kind of fill that role. Sounds like it's really competitive for that spot. It is. I think there's three that um, we feel good about right now. Luke Gifford, uh, Luke Gifford, Isaac Gifford. I, you'd like to have Luke back, too. I would love to have Luke <laughs> back. Um, he started a preseason game the other day. Sure did. Saw him this summer. Isaac Gifford uh, came in and played at the end of last year when JoJo was down. Uh, we finally got Javen Wright back, um, and he's awesome. playing really well. And then Chris Kalarvik has kind of moved from inside to out there. Um, that, that's a position I feel really good about. You know, um, Isaac seems like a guy that loves football. And I remember talking to you, I think it was after your first year, you just said, we need to find more guys who love football. Isaac seems like kind of that type of player. That's the biggest difference right now, and, and not to put anyone down, but we, we just have guys on the team right now that love being out there and love the game. And it makes a big difference. Um, makes them want to practice harder, gives them more drive. Uh, there's more intensity, there's more desire. and. Uh, football's hard if you don't love it. We, we got a lot more guys on the team right now that love it. You've added some nice parts up front defensively from when we had spring football in the spring game here at the stadium. Some transfers that have, I think, really added to your depth. Are you pleased with where you are up front defensively now? I am. I, you know, I've talked a little bit about the uh, rush end position, and, and that went from kind of a position of concern for me to, to maybe the strongest position on the team. Um, Bringing Oshawn in has really helped. He's been incredible, just his approach to coming into a new team and getting to work, and I've seen improvement from him. But I think him coming in has really probably raised the level of play from Garrett and Caleb. Um, Blaze and Jamari are both had unbelievable, unbelievable camps too, so I think we're deep there, uh, and, and those guys can all make plays. Our chat with the coach is proudly brought to you by Channel. Channel Seedsman place products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice that yields results at channel.com. Black shirts. Well, I'm going to get the question. Are you going to pass them out before you go to Ireland? Will it be something you do over there? What do you think? I think we're going to do it before uh, this Saturday. I talked to Coach Chenander about it today, and he's in charge of that. Um, gets me to sign off on it, but we're going to start out with a lower number. Number. I don't think he feels like anybody who hasn't played yet deserves one. Um, and that if they if they do what they're supposed to do early in the year, I'm sure there'll be more coming. But uh, I think the first wave will be announced on Saturday. We coach. We do a position breakdown with all of your assistant coaches back in July when we had Travis Fisher, and he just said. He's like, I, figuring out my top six or seven on that back, back end is going to be a challenge. Has it been a challenge? Has it been that competitive back in that secondary? It has. Um, you know, there's been a lot of guys playing well. And I, I hate mentioning names because I might leave someone one, out. Yeah. But, you know, Noah Paul Gates does good things. Braxton Clark's had a, his best camp. Um, uh, some young guys are playing well. Deshaun Singleton and Jaden Gold and um, – 
Tamon Lyman, Lynham's doing well, mm -hmm. and, and Malcolm's doing well. Uh, then we added Brandon Moore, and, and he looks like he did when we coached him a few years ago. So we've continued to add uh, some talent and depth to that spot. That's one of the keys for me is, is I know they have the talent to do it. We have to make sure there's no mistakes back there that, that lead to big plays, and there's a little bit of inexperience back there. So that's something I know Coach Chins and Coach Fisherman working hard on. You mentioned Brandon Moore. He's had an unbelievable kind of weaving career going back to your days at UCF. Rust, what does he, I mean, what does he look like? Can he help this football team, you think, this fall? I think he can. Um, I, I wasn't sure what to expect, and, and he went out and made a couple plays on the ball right away, first couple days, and it looked like the guy that, that we remember. Uh, just a great kid, too. Uh, he's like family to me. So uh, I'm happy to be helping him and giving him another shot. Um, I was hopeful that he could help us, and I and now haven't seen him. I think he will. All right, let's switch to offense, and then I'll start with the quarterbacks. How has that position kind of worked its way through camp, and are you close to, to nabbing a, naming a starter? Yeah, you know, talking to the offensive staff about it, Casey's going to be the guy, um, but we've had a lot of guys playing well at that position. Chubba just keeps improving. Um, Logan is clearly better than he was last year. Seeing a lot of good things out of uh, Harburg and, and Richie's super talented young guy. Um, so I really like what we have at that position. I wouldn't be surprised if more than one play, uh, but Casey's going to take the first rep. What kind of separated Casey in your eyes? You know, I, I think just experience and, and being a gamer. It, there's no substitute for having played a lot of college football, and um, there's been fewer mistakes from him. It really was a big jump, too, from spring ball to fall, and, and I think that thumb was probably bothering him worse than, than he let on. And... Um, he's thrown it way better now in fall than, than I saw him. He threw it well in spring, but uh, he's got a lot of zip on it now. One thing we noticed in the spring game, Coach, with him is it looks like he gets the ball out pretty quick. Is that accurate? He does. He's got a really good feel for the pocket, throws well. He's doing a really good job with our run stuff, um, and that was a, a little bit new to him, uh, but he's picked that up real well. He's, he's a football-savvy kid. That running back room has also been really tweaked with getting Gabe back from the injury. You added couple of freshmen that have certainly kind of burst onto the scene and they're not just going to lay here and say accept a red shirt they're, they're going to fight aren't they for a little playing time yeah that that position is is the best it's been since i've been here and uh who gets the carries is is going to be a decision we have to make week by week all those guys look good um i can't compliment them enough yant's done a great job improving uh, gabe Irvin is head and shoulders better than he was a year ago uh, Ramir is playing really well and I think can do multiple things for us. Um, Anthony Grant's come in and he's just got a natural feel with what he does. And then our two freshmen, uh, A.J. Allen's been spectacular at times and um, Emmett has come in and man that kid works hard and, and has talent. So we got a deep position and uh, we have a little more discussion to do to figure out when to use which guy. I mentioned Coach Applewhite, how has he adapted to his new role here? He's great. Uh, love what he does in recruiting for us, and he's really got. He works those guys hard and demands a lot out of them. And uh, I've I've seen their effort level and everything tick up because um, if they don't, he's he's on them. And um, it's good to have a little bit of that on offense. Another new coach on that side of the ball is up front and Donovan Rayola. How about that spot? And I know there's a lot of interest in in how that position's been looking in camp. <laughs> he's coaching them hard. Is he? Uh, <laughs> 
I, I laugh with the guys because there's about probably 15 to 20 vomits every day from offensive <laughs> linemen, and it isn't because they're not. It's not because they're not in shape. Uh, he's just working them hard. I think they love it. Um, he's kind of freed them up to go be aggressive. I love the way they're coming off the ball. Um, we got a lot of guys up front that I think can play and and can be interchangeable and. Uh, Donnie's done a good job making all those guys better. We didn't see, because of injuries, Teddy or Turner in the spring. How how have they looked coming off of, of their injury situations? We, we tried to start Teddy a little slow and make sure he, he kind of eased his way back in, and I think he's gotten better every day. I think a couple of days off here is really going to help him kind of turn the corner. Uh, Turner's been great. Uh, a couple of the new guys have really added to, to our depth and play there with Kevin Williams and... Uh, Hunter Anthony, mm-hmm. and um, I feel good about that group. Uh, I think they're going to. I think they're going to play really well. Stylistically, we keep hearing a little different look to what that group. Maybe firing off the ball more than reacting and catching guys. I'd say that's that's accurate, and um, you know that that hopefully will lead more to more big runs. Um, Having a good back makes the line look better too, and and that's yeah. been a part of what we've been seeing is is we got some guys that can make. Unblocked guys miss a little more. Some of the old guys are doing that better. And uh, altogether, I think it's a better package. The tight end position in the spring was also nicked up. Coach Beckton, I mean, he was probably looking for guys to throw out there in practice because Travis was not full go. Uh, some of the guys did not take part. How, how about the tight end position? And I know Fedoni's not going to be available for you to start the year. Not to start the year, but he's coming along really well. He's hungry. Uh, Travis is one of the leaders of the team. and playing at a really high level right now. Uh, I think uh, Borkertur and uh, Chancellor Brewington are, are going to be really good in their roles. Um, and then we got a lot of young guys coming as well. So uh, we got depth at that position. And uh, Travis is clearly the lead guy. But uh, I think there's a lot of guys can get it done. You've put Stoll and Allen into the NFL. Is Vokalek on that track in your eyes? Yeah, I think he has a chance to be the, the best one. Those other two guys were awesome, and, and they're going to have good careers. Uh, Travis can do everything we need a tight end to do. Great. All right, let's, let's finish on the offense with the wide receivers. That's had a real makeover since you played Iowa here on Black Friday with some transfer portal additions. What have you thought from that group? It, it's been fun watching that group develop, and, and Mickey's similar to Applewhite. He's hard on those guys and, and works them. Um, a lot of guys have, have really improved, and I've loved seeing it. One of, one of the pleasant surprises to me has been Marcus Washington. Uh, not that I'm surprised he's a good player, but he, he's even better than what I was hoping for. Um, and he's come in and gone to work, playing roles on special teams. He's tough. He blocks, uh, has elite hands. So he, he's going to be a big part of what we do. Mickey has used the word bully with Marcus and he goes I need I need one of those in the room to kind of get in guys faces so are you seeing some of that too yeah again he just loves football and same with Trey Palmer um same with uh, Wyatt Lever and Brody Belt and Ty Hahn and um I, you know I don't want to leave anybody out but those guys love being out there and you gotta you gotta love it as a receiver if you're gonna go be nasty blocker on top of going and catching the ball and I think we got some of those guys, and, and those guys' energy just and confidence kind of seeps into the rest of our offense right now, and, and having those guys in the huddle is, has kind of picked up the confidence level and the energy. 
Dorothy Lynch, homestyle light and lean dressing, endless flavorabilities. Need to work a break in. We're back with more of the head coach, our first football radio show of the fall. We're back with the coach next. Our chat with the coach proudly brought to you by Channel. Channel Seedsman place products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice that yields results at channel.com. Our first football radio show of the fall. The head coach with us for a few more minutes here tonight. Huskers will be leaving on Monday. Logistically, this will be a challenge. But I, to a, to a player that I've talked to, Coach, all, they're really excited about making this trip over. They know it's a business trip. They know they need to go win. But they're really excited about heading over to another country. This team has been able to focus through all the, the challenges that we've thrown at them this camp. I don't think this will be any different. They know they haven't earned a bowl trip. We're going over there to, to try to win a game against a good team. Um, we've tried to think of everything for them. If I was their age, I'd want to have everything done as much as possible for me so I can focus on what I need to focus on. I'm sure there's something we haven't thought of, but if there is, I don't know what it is. We'll, we'll find out when we get over there. Uh, a lot of people put in a lot of work to make sure this goes off smoothly. Sure does. All right, Northwestern, uh, and I'll, I'll get more to them in a minute, but uh, you know they'll come with their A game. They're 0, zero two. They're going to have a, a head of steam of confidence coming this game, and Fitz certainly knows what he's doing running that program. Yeah, you know, last year was a little bit of an anomaly. We, we kind of threw some stuff at them they hadn't seen, and it got out of hand. But th this is a team that historically has – Nebraska and Northwestern have played super tight games. They're extremely well-coached, disciplined, well-disciplined team. I have no doubt they'll be better than they were last year. Hopefully we are too. But, uh, it, you know, we, we have a lot of respect for them and the challenge that's in front of us. Let's talk special teams a little bit. You've added a, a punter and a kicker. The punter, Bushini, was here in the spring, and then Timmy Bleakwood got here in May. How are they hitting the ball? Really well. It puts a smile on my face yeah. to see those guys. They're talented at what they do. Our whole team understands that we need to be better at that and the importance of that. And, and watching the buy-in on special teams has been incredible. I think we have more returners than we've had, more guys can cover kicks than we've had. And we've got to go out and play well. We need to win games on special teams. Um, it's not good enough to lose games or even to break even on special teams. It needs to be a difference maker for us. Your cover units were for the most part, pretty good last year. Return game was almost non-existent. Do you have some guys you think that can bust a, a play or two this year? I do. I think we got several, and, and kind of the key is going to be figuring out who needs to be back there based on how much they're playing in other places and when we need them. But uh, there's some guys that have enough talent to make plays for us. Bill Bush's impact, how, how, has that been felt yet? What do you see from him? Yeah, ha having a full-time guy there um, it was much needed. And... You know, he's able to focus on that 100% of the time, get guys involved and invested in it. Um, you know, we kind of broke it up before, and it was a little bit piecemeal. The guys did a good job with it, and we were sound, but th there's just more that goes into it when you have somebody dedicated to it full time. At Central Valley Ag Cooperative, they know our planet is hungry. Together they feed at Central Valley Ag, the official co-op of Husker Nation. It's a long camp. You're probably kind of starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel because the guys know a game is coming up. So you had a chance to send them out on a little pool party the other day. Those, those things are important though, right? To kind of break up the monotony of a camp? Yeah, we tried to do that. You know, they had more downtime this year than they've had before, but it, it's been 90, 100 degrees and all of a sudden we went to the pool and it was uh, 70. 70 and raining. So. Yeah. We had a, a good group of guys get in the pool and swim. There were some bad belly flops and cannonballs. Um, the rest of the guys just kind of enjoyed a picnic, and the more time we spend around each other, the better. This team is just, the, uh, I've heard the word fun for them. I've heard the word just try to get better every day. Just, 
and it, it's to a person that gets interviewed. It's the, the team looks like they're really right on the, on the right spot. That means there's some leadership happening. What about captains? Are you close to identifying that? What's your plan there? Yeah, we had a captain vote already, so I know who it's going to be. Um, don't want to spill it yet. We're going to announce it to the team on Saturday. Uh, so that'll be out Saturday. We have, we had a lot of guys give votes for it. Uh, a lot of guys get a lot of votes for it, and those guys have that aren't captains have to be a huge part of the leadership on our team too. But there was four guys got the most votes, and um, they picked four good ones. Very good. All right, so we'll look forward to hearing that later on before the Huskers head over to Ireland. All right, a couple things that I want to ask you about: the Husker football family lost a, a guy that meant a lot to this program for decades, and that's Jack Pierce, who passed away last week. I know Jack, he was a longtime assistant coach here, then he kind of went over to development to raise some money, and, and a unique guy that I think could fit in in a place in South Omaha, and he could go out to Broken Bow and settle in and have a good time. What Your remembrances of Jack? I loved him. Being around him, he always had a positive attitude. He, you know, he was a mover and a shaker, so <laughs> he was always getting something done, and, and football programs need those type of guys. And I think he bled Nebraska red. Uh, Coach Brown and Coach Joseph and I had a chance to go over to the, the funeral and, and see a lot of people that have been involved in the program and, and be there for his family, and we'll miss him. He would, he would have liked this trip to Ireland, I think, don't you? I think he'd had a good time over there. He might have found a pub or two over there. <laughs> I think so. Well, what a guy. What a great storyteller, too. I don't know if you ever heard a story from Jack, but he could tell some stories uh, every now and then. I have, and a lot of secondhand <laughs> stories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's good stuff there. Um, you know, this, is, this has been a long camp. It's week zero, second year in a row you're playing week zero. I don't know if you're a fan of this thing or not. It does give you an extra, I know, bye week later on in the year. Looks like college football is kind of trending maybe to do this a little bit more down the road. We, we didn't come out on top last year, and it was a disappointment. Um, I love it. it. If you win the game, it's great. Uh, if you don't, you're starting 0-1 in the conference. So the guys know the importance of this, importance of this game. Um, I think the team might have been a little tight last year because of it, and we're not going to do that. We're going over to let it rip and play the best game we can play and let the chips fall where they may against a good team. Uh, we got a hungry team, like I said. They can't wait to get out there, uh, and we're going to go let it all fly. Did you like having the two bye weeks once you kind of got into last year? Was it nice to kind of push back twice during the year? Yeah, I, particularly this year, I love how the schedule sets up. Again, these first games are key for us. Um, we'd like to have a good record going into the first bye week. Uh, our focus is going to be one game at a time, so all we're thinking about is, is the boys in Illinois uh, wearing purple right now. Uh, but, you know, we got four games in a bye and then three in a bye, and then we finished with five. Uh, that can help you recover if there's any uh, nicks, cuts, and bruises and uh, really kind of sections out the season for us so we can, we can focus on little, little pieces at a time. Do you have any heartburn about not having a bye after this game with the long travel back, or have you been able to do some work, some prep work on North Dakota? It's going to be a challenge. We've talked to the kids about the challenge of going overseas to play and making sure that that we don't let that get in the way with our, of our performance. Um, I've already kind of hinted to them that second week's going to be a challenge too. Uh, coming back, I think we land at 3 or 4 in the morning from Ireland, and we've got to get ready to play the next Saturday. So we need to have the, the game plan in the, in the hopper ready to go. And if we have that done, it's really just about getting the guys mentally and physically ready to play week two. But that's going to be another challenge after this one's over. Kids are pretty resilient, right? They bounce back. But older than us older guys. I bounced back a lot quicker when I was 20. Yeah. <laughs> All 
Uh, we're looking out. Since the last time you were in our studio, uh, there's a lot of progress has been made on this new facility. You can really start to see it taking shape. How big of a part of your recruiting pitch has, has this facility uh, been? There's a lot of momentum right now, and we need to capitalize on it by making it happen on the field. But between this facility, um, the NIL help that we've gotten that's helped us attract players and, and how well our players are doing in NIL through ABM and, um, and making money off field help us uh, take care of our guys and hopefully attract better recruits. Um, so again, this could all come together really nicely, and, and we want to make Nebraska as big a destination for kids around the country as we can. You had a good summer on the recruiting trail. Do you feel good about where you are there, and, and did that play, and I'm pointing to the facility, did that play a role in, in some of that? I think this will, the building will continue to play a bigger and bigger role as it gets more, more and more completed. And closer to completion, the more we can take kids in there, show them, show them what it's going to look like. Um, any little thing, you know, said this a bunch, but you, we have to go all over the country and try to convince kids to leave schools closer to home and come to Lincoln, Nebraska, and um, all the advantages we can, we can get will help. All right, Monday night's departure time for Ireland. Does everybody that's been on the 110 get to go? Then have you already got your 74 set, or there's some still discussions you have to have with the staff? We still have to finalize 74. A lot of the uh, bottom spots on that will be determined by special teams. Uh, we're going to take actually more than 110. There's been a few guys that, that got hurt in camp that we've had to shut down and bring somebody else in, and we're going to try to bring that whole group, the guys that started and, and the guys that came in. Uh, so right now I think we're 118 or 119 for Ireland, and um, because it's a conference game, we can shoot up, suit up 74 of them. Yeah. Hey, buckle up, put the phone down. A reminder from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. I've not asked you about Devin Drew. He was a late addition to this camp as well. The young man who's played and started at Texas Tech in the past, and another one of those transfer portal additions. He had some summer classwork that he had to take care of, so he wasn't here from day one. Is, is that a guy that you're going to take to Ireland? Is that a guy that's going to help this team? He, he's been impressive uh, coming in late. Uh, I anticipate him being a, a pretty big part of what we're doing. Uh, he's done a good job learning, too, so he, he was a big addition. Yeah, he's a big guy. And I think Shin said twitchy. What's that mean? Uh, he's quick, uh, explosive. You know, that's, that's what we say twitchy is. Um, I think he's going to be able to be a guy inside that can make plays for us, not just hold up gaps. And he, like I said, uh, we, we already felt pretty good about where we were at that spot, but he – He's going to add something a little different than maybe what we had. All right. Well, good to see you. Good. Let's uh, a couple of days get those bags packed and off we go. This is a big deal taking a football team across the ocean like this, but this ought to be fun as long as we get the win. Are you on the plane with us? I am. Okay. Well, be quiet. Guys are going to try to sleep. I'm going to try to sleep too. Good to see you. All right. Uh, Scott Frost with us here on our Nebraska Football Coaches Show. Our chat with the coach is proudly brought to you by Channel. Channel Seedsman plays products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice and yields results at channel.com.